0: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss, and if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm On Communications experience the i'm on difference i'm brian marshall i'll be joined by tori taylor number nine your punter for the iowa football team next three two one and we're on today we're talking about i'm on yeah you're on i know i'm on i need to talk about i'm on yeah you're on why talk about it no that's in the script i'm on well we know you're on no iowa's most reliable internet i'm on yes you are on stay always on you're on Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why don't you say so? Welcome back to the Jock to Jock podcast here on rock108.com online, wherever you get your podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brian Marshall. Let me check to see did he return this week? Thank goodness he did. Our featured guest. Tori Taylor, hunter for the Iowa football team. Hello,
1: Tori. Brian, yes, I am here. Uh, Looking forward to it, as always. Last week's episode was rather enjoyable, so I'm sure it'll be the same.
0: Okay. Even after I mentioned
1: Bluey. Well, you ruined it now, haven't you? All right. I guess this
0: episode is done. Uh, (laughs) We'll see what happens. (laughs) I want to congratulate you on something that I just saw here on SI.com that you and Jack Campbell, you, have been named on both the Athletic and CBSSports.com named to the midseason All-America team. So congratulations on that.
1: Well, I'm not quite as special as Jack, am I? But um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Thank you.
0: You said you you don't really look at these types of accolades and stuff like that a lot. But when you hear something like that, it has to feel kind of specialty in some way.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty special, but um, probably like I've said before in the past, it's, it's just one person's opinion. You know, it really depends, um, who you ask, uh, to tell you the truth. Cause I mean, what am I on two of them and I'm not another. So it's just a matter of people's opinions, to be honest. And a lot of the time, Brian, um, I was about to say between you and I, but this isn't between you and I at all. Um, this is for the millions of listeners out there. That's right. Uh, it's usually those things are voted by people who uh, have actually never played the game and really don't know too much about it. So, um, yeah, not. It, it's cool to obviously make those teams and it is pretty special because um, you kind of look back and um, how far you've come and, and whatnot. But, I mean, it's mid-season. It doesn't really... It'll probably mean a little bit more at the end of the season if I'm still there. But whether that happens, great. If it does, and that's awesome. If it doesn't, then... I know I've still tried my hardest and, and had fun along the way, and that's all that matters.
0: I wanted to throw out to the audience some of your stats so far. You ranked second in the Big Ten and fifth nationally with a 46.1 average through six games. 15 punts of 50 yards or more this season, with 20 punts downed inside the opponent's 20 yard line. Iowa opponents are averaging just two and a half yards on 13 returns.
1: Pretty awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, it's not it's not too bad, but I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself, but like I've said before in the past, like I'm so lucky there for all the guys. Like guys just running down and um and making those tackles and making my job. Because I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll hit a punt. I'm like, oh, that wasn't the best. And then when you know or Terry Robs just um, let someone up, and um, yeah, it's kind of turned an, an okay punt into a pretty decent one. So yeah, really happy and grateful. Um, For those guys, too. And, yeah, Luke, um, the long snapper as well, he makes my job so easy. I, um, yeah, really grateful for them, too. So I know that's uh, my name on the stat sheet, but it really should be the Iowa punt unit, if that makes sense.
0: Yes, it absolutely does. I do want to highlight, and I mentioned this to you when we had uh, lunch together yesterday, which I'm going to cover here in a second. There was a point in the Illinois game where you, you punted the ball, they muffed it. I believe Jack recovered. You came down the field, and I had to rewind this, like, 13 times because I was just laughing so damn hard. You find out you're checking to see if Jack's got the ball. You turn around and damn near deck the the back judge in the face with your excitement <laughs> level. And and you told yeah. me that you had no idea that, that that even came up.
1: No, I had no idea because I get pretty excited when there's a pretty exciting play from the punt team. And yeah, especially when other guys are, um, are doing things. Me and Terry had kind of spoken about um spoken about that before the game it's like we really got to try and get a turnover as we haven't had one this year Whereas we have one we had a couple my first year i think we had one last year but we we hadn't had one this year so far so that was a yeah that was a big goal of ours um kind of heading into that game and the rest of the season was like we got to get a turnover and then yeah what do you know Campbell got one so yeah we we're all pretty hyped and excited but i didn't know i hit the ref or well, nearly hit the ref
0: you're not a small uh, fella uh, no. Is you're swinging? It's uh he <laughs> probably got yeah. it out of the way. I mentioned that we had had lunch yesterday. Appreciate you swinging on by and having the chance. No, to, of course,
1: to, to Always sit a down. pleasure.
0: Uh I wanted to announce that season two of the Jock to Jock podcast will continue even after the football season because joining us in a couple of weeks, Connor McCaffrey from the Iowa basketball team will then kind of be taken over where you're at. Fun conversation yesterday, but the first thing. I walk up, it's it's you, it's Connor. Our sales guy, Josh, uh, had played at Iowa before. So I walk in and I feel like I'm the tiny little kid looking for a happy meal.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're just like the little the little dwarf to the side yesterday, weren't you? I sure was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's all right.
0: You know, most of the time at, you know, 6'1", six, 6'2", six, I'm usually, you know, kind of tall and yeah. around the people. Yeah. But, boy, I got around you guys and I was like, holy crap. I am fourteen yeah. all over again. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Get, I'm gonna get picked last in dodgeball here.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's all right. That's all right. It was, uh, nah, it was it was all good fun.
0: Like I feel like your little brother would be taller than I
1: am. No, not quite. You're still a tall guy,
0: just not athlete level. Like yeah, it's my guy. It's
1: just not as tall as us. <laughs>
0: uh you know, if I would really applied myself in high school, maybe, just maybe. Yeah. I could have been the very last guy in the team. Oh, ah, well. Probably. It's all right. Here um, we are. Ohio State's coming up. Let's get to that yep. real quick. I'm looking. There's already lines on the game thus far. and Of course there is. Yep. And a lot of people just kind of writing this game off. How, how do you feel about that?
1: Well, how's that worked for them in the past? That's what I want to know. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, it, it's really one of those games. Like, we're not going to shy away from the fact that Ohio State's a darn good team. Like, they're what are they? Sec- I don't know what ranking they are, but they're they're up there, yeah, second or third, whatever they are. But they're they're there for a reason, you know. And um, CJ Stroud, really really good player, kind of just throws around and puts it wherever he wants. And they've got some skilled guys. Their defense is really good too. Um, I think that's one thing that people probably forget a little bit is just because they're scoring so many points mm-hmm. all the time and their offense has always gone pretty crazy that people tend to forget that they're not really conceding many points the other way as well so both sides of the ball are going to be really interesting and then you add the special teams component both their kicker and punters um yeah not too bad at all so um yeah it'll be it'll be an interesting game i know from a um, pun perspective they're going to bring a lot of challenges
0: special teams uh, the punter is also from australia correct he is yes. Last question about Ohio State, and then we'll move on. That that place pretty big, hundred thousand plus inside the horse. Yeah. That's kind of intimidating when you're going down on the field, and that gets pretty damn loud inside there. Have you played for yeah. in front of a, a crowd that size before?
1: No, I haven't, and I'm uh, I'm actually rather intrigued to see whether it's a hundred it's a hundred thousand fans or it's. 70,000 fans and then 30,000 people that have money and just like going to the games because they want to say they went to the game. So I'm really intrigued to, to see what it's like because you, you come to Ireland at 70,000, just absolutely crazy. ireland going, gone, yeah. drinking that bush light and doing God knows what in the stands. But I've always wondered with those games, whether is it really a hundred thousand fans or is there you know, because there's always a few people that aren't really that Big into the sport but then again it, it is ohio and it's ohio state so i wouldn't be surprised if they're all fans going pretty crazy but yeah we don't really care about that bring it on
0: enough about ohio state let's get to the meat of the episode i know I that totally you were, can't wait you were looking forward to this i said on yeah. the last episode let's uh let's get you the audience of the jock to jock podcast to send us some questions i'll condense all of the football questions just in right away a lot of people were asking, "What are your thoughts on the Iowa football team and the progress so far this year?" I guess I'll just leave it at that because there was a lot of different variations on, a theme <laughs> on that particular question.
1: Oh, I mean, it obviously hasn't been the start. That, and I, I'm going to try and wear this in a way that isn't as cliche and boring as people want to hear, right? But like we know, like we haven't started the season off well. But if you actually really think about it, we've we've lost three games, and two of them are only by three points points—a mm-hmm. field goal, which is only really a couple of plays here or there. And, yeah, you know, like um, special teams has been good and defense has been good and offense has been good in, in some stages. But, yeah, everyone knows that um, we need to get better. Like, it's really – it's just plain and simple. that It hasn't been good enough, hasn't been up to the standard that, that we want to be playing at, and, and everyone's pretty aware of that. Some people might not say it, but I'm aware of it. And the people that in the building that um, have a lot of what to do with um, everything that goes on, it was like, they know, like, we need to score more points. Like, it's simple. They know that. And we just, we just got to figure out ways to do that.
0: Perfect. That question's been answered. We're moving on from football, guys. <laughs> Mary from Michigan. You mentioned your love for Australian chocolate, which I want to bring up here in a minute. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Have you ever tried Mackinac Island fudge?
1: No, I have not.
0: All right. Mackinac Island Fudge is from a small island um, just north of the main uh, lower peninsula of Michigan, and they're okay. world renowned for this particular fudge. Now, you mentioned Australian chocolate. Is there a, a fudge, or, or is there something like that in Australia, or anything like that?
1: I don't uh, see. I know people are going to be like, "What the f- wrong with you when you say this?" I don't. I don't think I've had fudge. Honestly, okay. isn't is that just like melted chocolate?
0: A variation on a theme, the texture's a little bit softer than, than you would find with a, a traditional chocolate, uh, sweeter, I would say, and this type, okay. they actually prepare it on these large trays, I mean, they they do all sorts of different varieties, but Mackinac Island in Michigan is supposedly known for their fudge, so I guess I'll just ask Mary's follow-up question, if you were ever provided that, would it be something that you would try?
1: Yes, Absolutely.
0: With the Australian chocolate, this goes back to our conversation at lunch yesterday. Um, I know that you had had a cache of Australian chocolate from your mother. Do you still have some? No, it's all gone. How much did she bring stateside when she came over here? No,
1: honestly, not that much. Okay, not that she bought. I I said to her, I said, "Mom, can you bring me? Can you bring me licorice and chocolate yep. and and some candy?" And she loaded it up with candy, minimal amounts of chocolate and minimal amounts of licorice. I'm like, well, that's all right. Like, thank you. But, yeah, I've eaten all the chocolate. Most of the licorice is gone, and I've got plenty of bags of candy. But no one out there get any ideas. You're not having any of it. It's still all mine.
0: It sounds Um, like that, if I I may, you say that you have a a resolution to that problem.
1: Yes. Maybe. 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 All right. Yeah. I might have a couple of friends coming over bringing me stuff, but yeah, <laughs> who no- who knows, we'll, we'll wait and see.
0: All right. See if they come through on that. All right, thanks yeah. Mary. Sean from Hampton. I saw the photo that you took with Brian yesterday when you guys met up. Are those Croc shoes the secret to your success?
1: Uh, no, cuz I've had them for I don't know I had them, about 2 weeks. So probably not, no. My girlfriend bought them for me, but oh. they're, they're very comfortable. Croc yeah.
0: shoes or Croc sandals, uh, did you choose the particular color? Or she chose the particular color then?
1: I, I chose the color, and yeah, she got them for me.
0: Okay. Yeah. Would you be able to punt a ball in Croc shoes?
1: Not as far, no. Yeah. no that would be rather difficult, I think.
0: TJ in Cedar Rapids. Tori, did you hear that there's an ACDC, uh, that they're going to be releasing a children's book?
1: No, I had no idea, actually.
0: So I think what TJ is doing is he's combining the conversation that we had about you receiving children's books and ACDC. I have the story for you if you're ready. ACDC has a new children's book called ACDC ABCD High Voltage Alphabet. It's, it's, it's aimed at the adults. Includes passages like this. A is for Angus, who thinks it's good luck to wear a school uniform and
1: walk like a duck. Right. Okay. That's probably a rather interesting read.
0: The entry for J reads J is for jail. With no liberty, break the hell out. You've got to be free. It's referring to jailbreak 76.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear that in my life, but yeah. Wow. There you, you know, go. It, interesting The You new- learn something new every day, don't you?
0: hopefully this is one of those things that you learn and then you're probably just going to push it off to the side and forget about it. ACDC, a children's alphabet book.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether that's a good or bad thing, but yeah.
0: Comes out November 11th if you're looking for that, uh, you know, for the holidays. Okay, yeah, sure. I have a question for you, actually. Did you hear that there was a, and I found this out, Morning Show Radio in Australia is not called Morning Show Radio. It's Breakfast Radio, correct? Yep. There was a Breakfast Radio host who decided to face her fear of spiders by letting one crawl on her. But no one knew how afraid she was until she fainted live on the air.
1: What are you both scared of? Uh, We're about to have spiders put on us. Yes. Um, How
0: do you feel, Linda? now
1: If you don't feel comfortable, we don't have to. That's not a problem you at all. You want to stop? No, no, okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay. The right. Most important thing right. is that you feel safe and that you feel comfortable. Oh no! Oh, 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 hang on. All right, hang on. We need to go to a break. Go to a break. Yeah, we need to go to a break. Yeah, we to to a break. yeah we'll come back. Oh my gosh! I uh, did not see that.
0: She's a radio host in Sydney. She's named Erin Mulan. She agreed to face her fear of spiders by letting a small tarantula crawl across her hand. They
1: brought in a listener to oh, do- Oh, across her hand? Oh my, tell her to grow up. I can't, she passed out. Jesus Christ. I mean, if it was like crawling across like her back or something like that, or like they put it on her shoulder or her head or something, or face oh, I kind of get that. But like, putting a tarantula on your hand, like seriously, whatever her name was again, tell her to grow up. Wow.
0: She's fine. She was back up and laughing about it a few minutes later, but they had to cut the segment short and go to commercial.
1: She shouldn't be laughing because that's an embarrassment to the country of Australia. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Tell her she should be fine and never never be put on TV ever again.
0: I'm going to go back to the listener questions. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Tom, he says, My wife and I have heard the podcast, and after hearing some of Tori's travel tips, Marshall Exchange Program, thanks, what would you recommend as some places to visit in Australia that are not necessarily tourist hotspots?
1: Oh, that is a great question, actually. Um, so definitely, if you come to Melbourne, heading down the peninsula, is, um, it's not really much of a tourist spot. Um, a lot of locals head down there on the weekends and things like that. I really think they would um, enjoy that especially when it's a nice day, like on the beach and things like that. You can get some great views. I would say, I think that I mentioned it last week, heading out to um, kind of the middle, um, there's places called Kakadu and things like that. There's a lot of swimming holes you can go to. I've never actually personally been. I really want to do that, but yeah, not not as touristy just because it's kind of hard, harder to get to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if you like camping, there's a lot of quiet camping spots that, um, people go to, but it really just depends on on what they want.
0: Sure. So, like, if you were to have friends coming from America, and you're mentioning traveling down the peninsula, a lot of people say that Sydney is a great place to to visit. But is that is that pretty touristy?
1: Extremely touristy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I wouldn't. I would tell them to go, but you really only need to spend a couple of days there. Mm-hmm. And it's just I don't understand. I could never live there. and there's always been a bit of a debate and people from Sydney will say, oh, Sydney's better and people will say Melbourne's better, but and I know I'm being biased, but but to live, Melbourne's way better. Like traffic in Sydney is like Chicago times 10. It's just ridiculous.
0: Oh, okay.
1: yeah, you guys rave about this joint. It's like, yeah, the weather's a little bit better because it's a little bit further north. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't want to live there. It's chaos, absolute chaos.
0: How how big is Melbourne? Quite frankly, because I I guess I could take a look at it, but how big is it really? Oh,
1: um, it, from a population standpoint, yeah, yeah. Oh, in the city of Melbourne, really not that much at all. Okay, you know, I, I, let let me give me ten seconds. Okay, and I'll uh, I'll find out for you.
0: Or he's right now, he's putting well, us, so us off to the side because I think he's looking says, for us.
1: It says 5 million people, which I I, I find that kind of hard to believe because the population of Australia is only 25 million. So when you really think about it, there, there's really yeah, tw- just under 26 million people in Australia. I think I may have mentioned it before. Everyone lives on the outskirts. Yes. So everyone lives in Melbourne and then Sydney and then Brisbane, Gold Coast. Um, everyone lives on the border. Like you go west and it's Perth and then Adelaide, um, kind of central, like South central America. Yeah. Everyone lives on the outskirts of a sh- not, not many people live on the inner parts of the country. My my dad visited there. He, when did he get back this week? Actually, he had to go up there for work mm-hmm. and he just said, it's just, it's too hot. Like it's, yeah, it's just not a place you you want to be.
0: Did he visit Darwin or did he you? Uh, yes, he
1: went, he, he went to Darwin.
0: Which Darwin is on the north side of Australia and in the tropics, mm. so it's just absolutely humid and probably feels pretty gross.
1: It does. And the thing about Darwin is you have to be really careful going to the beach because mm. um, of crocodiles. In Darwin? Yeah. And cro- I know crocodiles are 10 times more dangerous than alligators, so... Yeah, with a gator, you might be, uh, you might uh, have a slight chance of survival. Crocodile. Yeah, you might as well kiss your life away. My
0: gosh. Well, let's go yeah, back to Tom's no question real quick. So, if he's in Melbourne and he's trying to avoid some of the touristy stuff, would you suggest that he goes to Australian
1: rules football?
0: Who's in and around Melbourne that he could go and watch a game?
1: Definitely got to go and watch the Richmond Tigers play. Okay. They're my team. Um, yeah, de- definitely has to go to Australian rules football. It, it depends when he goes because I always tell people you got to go in January, right? Because it's winter here first and foremost. Yep. So you want to get out of this shit weather that the United States has to offer, but whatever. That's a that's a conversation for another time. Sure. You want to go in January because there's so much going on. A, the weather is really nice. Mm-hmm. B, like everything's open, like everything. Not that there's things that aren't open, but like you can go sit outside, like you can go walk around, like grab a coffee, whatever. Kind of just the small things that you, you might take for granted when it when it's cold. And this Australian opens on, um, and then but sometimes like even like March is a good time to go because the weather's nice. The Formula One is on, um, cricket is kind of finishing, okay. and then Australian Rules Football is beginning. Um, soccer's still going, so yeah, there's so much going on, especially. March is a great time to go because the Formula One's on, and, um, yeah, I've I've always enjoyed watching that.
0: How are the golf courses in and around Melbourne? I know that that's more touristy than anything.
1: Unbelievable. Really? Uh, Unbelievable. Extremely, extremely expensive, though. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, um, Yeah, ridiculous prices. Golf is kind of at a premium back home in Australia, and it's starting to gain popularity the first few years. But, yeah, just a really, really pricey sport to play. Gotcha. I feel like yeah, that's kind of it's probably like that over here as well.
0: My daughter Izzy, she and I have been talking about that we do this podcast together, and she asked me this question mm-hmm. once: "What does Tori do when he gets homesick?"
1: Well, wow, that's a good question. Um, well, I don't, I don't know honestly. I mean, I really just I'll talk to like my mates around the country and and things like that, or I talk to my family, but. Um, I've kind of just in such a routine now mm-hmm. that I'm just kind of used to it. Do you know what I mean? And um I, one thing that I that always helps me is I always just go, you know what? Like this is hard, but it's pretty cool what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's like there's no one else doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Like there's no other like Tory Taylor in the world, like at the university, oh, I'm from Australia, like doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So there's other guys doing what I'm doing over here at different schools, but more specifically, it's like I always think, well, you know what, this is actually pretty cool. Um, what I'm doing. Like at least I have the balls to do it. So that's kind of one thing that I always think that, that helps me um get me through. That's a good question though. I like it. Yeah. That might be my favorite question. There you go. No kidding. Yeah, so tell how old's your daughter? She's sixteen. Well, there you go. Make sure you tell her. She roots for you and we've
0: got the, we both have the t-shirts, so.
1: Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. We'll tell Izzy I said thank you very much.
0: So Izzy is uh, getting a thank you from an Aussie, as it were.
1: <laughs> exactly. There you go.
0: Mark in Mason City. Uh, he wants to know a little bit more about Pro Kick. Can you share a little bit more about Pro Kick? Do you know if there's an American equivalent?
1: Uh, there's plenty of American equivalents. There's so many guys over here trying to um, run all these camps and things like that, but the, the sad thing about um, over here, and, and this isn't me being biased or having a knock on um, American camps or anything like that, because there's, there's a lot of guys doing the right thing. But before I start talking about pro kick, over here, there's so many guys that just want money. And it, it's it's really sad that it's like, oh, yeah, you want to be a five-star? Well, you got to pay me like this. It, sometimes it really actually doesn't come down to, to punting, and coaches um, fall for it. And, and that's the yeah. sad part is coaches sometimes fall for it because they go, oh, he's a five-star, he must be good. He's like, yeah, we'll offer him, here you go. And then you never see them play a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't say there's quite the equivalent, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of people over here doing the right thing. Um, like I said, like Keith Duncan, who, who played here a couple of years ago, who I'm sure most people know, unfortunately, but that's all right. He's uh he's running his um, own camp and yeah he he's been doing really well so yeah help, helps out young kids and he's just honest and and yeah to, to talk about prokeek Australia is one thing that I really like about those um, my coaches is that they're honest they they just tell you where you're at from the start it's like you know what like yeah you got a chance to do this or like no sorry like we don't want to waste your time mm. um you, you, like this is this isn't for you do you know what I mean? And I think that's kind of why Australians have had so much success is first and foremost is that we've been doing it. We've been punting and kicking the ball for so long right. um, for such an extended period of our lives that it kind of just comes natural to us. And then secondly is that there's so many of us over here that um, playing well That and they guys, coaches here just trust our coaches. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. so like when I leave, they'll, they'll hopefully bring in another Australian and um, it's just kind of a continuous cycle. But it's also it's also on us um, Australian players over here to do the right thing because if you don't perform, then, like, for example, if I shot the bed and I wasn't any good, then I was probably not going to take an Australian again, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, how many individuals start with your particular class or your campaign?
1: Uh, there was probably – so I joined in – was it late June 2019? Okay. and there was about 35, 40 guys um, that kind of were going through. But then you got – like, for example, you get guys coming in and trying out like every couple of weeks, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they're like, "Yep, yeah, you can join. on." Like, nope, sorry, like you don't have what it takes to, to do this, um, blah, 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 sorry. Yeah, and then it's just kind of a continuous cycle. There's guys that go in January, like early enrollees for the January period, and then there's guys that go in June, July. Um, for summer before the season. So it's really just a continuous cycle. And um, sometimes, right, like say it's um, April, April, May, spring ball's kind of over and coaches go, I might call my coaches and be like, yeah, you know what? We got one guy, but he shit, who you got? You know what I mean? It's 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 almost, and my coaches kind of use this as well. It's almost like ordering a pizza. It's like, what pizza do you want? And my coaches were like, all right, we got we we'll try and get it ready for you. <laughs> so like, do you want someone that can just stand in the pocket and hammer spirals or do you want someone that can kind of roll out or do you want someone that can do everything? And there's some guys that, that can do everything and there's some guys that just um, are really good at one particular thing and coaches go, yeah, you know what, that's fine. We can work with that, perfect. Whereas some coaches are like, nah, like, we want someone that can do this. We want someone that can do that. But And I think that's one thing that a lot of players, well, not players, but coaches, kind of a little bit naïve too. is not mm-hmm. here, but I hear stories around the country and is like coaches will be like, well, like, why can't you do this? It's like, well, settle down and chant. Like I've never done that in my life. Like, just cause I'm a Shane doesn't mean I can do all these trick shots. And shit. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it, it's, it's almost a continu- continuous cycle and pro kick was the best year of my life. Like I, I can honestly say that it mm-hmm. was just so much fun hanging out with the boys. And I think, like I said yesterday, when we were having lunch, I literally just love standing there and hammering balls. Like I could do it all day, every day, if I was allowed to.
0: Your analogy earlier makes me ask the question: What type of
1: pizza is Tori Taylor? Well, I don't know. I I really, I really don't know. You want me um, to save that for e- the
0: next episode?
1: Yeah, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> Should we say ham and cheese and pineapple? Something pretty boring, but <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't. know. Wait, so pineapple? Well, do I say the, the lot?
0: Pineapple's a thing on pizza in Australia.
1: It is, but I don't like it. I okay. was kind of just adding that to to be a smartass. But do I say on the lot? Is that is that the right thing to say? I don't know. The lot or the supreme. Either way. Yeah. Is that is that what it is? I'm not sure. I'll take it. I'll, I'll take yeah.
0: it. Uh, how often do you talk to your coaches from Pro Kick anymore, or is that conversation
1: not happening much? No, I, I talk to them quite regularly, and um, you know, like my time here is coming to an end um, pretty soon. Um, whether it's this year or next year or the year after, who knows? So, my—I mean, I'm—I'm ha- I'm past the halfway point of my career here, so they're already trying to put plans in place um, to bring in the next guy, mm-hmm. um, whoever that is. I-, I honestly don't really know. That's not me just saying it because I can't, but I really don't know who it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I talk to them. my coaches about that and um, just career things and usually just um, general yeah, talking. You know, that's what that's what we're pretty good at. Do you ever get Sorry. a
0: chance to offer advice to any of the current pro kick uh, athletes that are there within their program now?
1: Yeah. So when I, when I went home in May, um, I went to pro kick and trained with my coaches a lot. and um, Yeah. And you, you, you just meet new guys. That, it's kind of funny because when I was doing it in 2019, you had guys that would come back um, and like talk and, and help you with things. And it's like, well, wow, like, this is pretty crazy. And then, I was almost that guy in May. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, it is pretty crazy. Like, what can happen in the space of such a short period of time? But yeah, when I go back in in May, um, yeah, I see all the guys there, and there's some guys that, that go back that like like I said, Corsac, who I played a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. he was back in May, so I was um, talking some shit with him. Geordie Sandy from TCU was back at the time, so yeah, we uh, everyone just gets along um, really well because everyone's been through the. Being through it or going through it, so you've all got that kind of um, one thing in common. Um, but yeah, I, like like I said before, pro kick was probably one of the greatest experience I've had in my life, and it, it wasn't easy because you kind of just you going you going through it. And I, I might have to. I am moving to the other side of the country pretty soon, mm-hmm. and no, like I've said, nothing's ever guaranteed until you sign the dotted line. So yeah, it's a bit of a whirlwind experience, but greatest year of my, year of my life, and. Um, met some of the greatest people and um, some of my best buddies.
0: The last question that I had from the audience, the individual didn't leave their name. So <laughs> great way to close it. <laughs> Anonymous. They wanted to know a little bit more about Australian dishes. So this could also kind of tie back into Tom's question. Uh, what's an okay. Australian dish? I mean, I know that you had mentioned some foods that you appreciated before, but if I wanted a true Australian feel or a true Australian dish,
1: what would we get? say no more a meat pie okay yeah so it's almost just like ground beef or like savoury mince in a in like a pie like a small pie like the size of your hand hmm or a sausage roll yeah uh, you know what I'll leave those two with you and we'll I really I, you'll know what a meat pie is but I want you to find out what a Cheyenne sausage roll is
0: putting it down for my for next week
1: yeah to answer the question a meat pie there's nothing better than a meat pie with ketchup on top.
0: Where do you get that at?
1: Oh, anywhere, anywhere you want. You can get it at a gas station. You can go to the grocery store and you can get them. You can get them from a bakery. They're the best from a bakery. But you might like, you might go to a gas station and there might be a couple of bucks and then you go to a bakery and there might be 6 or $7, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really depends whether um, or what you want. But um, yeah, I... It's funny because one of my mates, Charlton, the planner at UNLV, is probably one of our best mates over here.
0: Yeah.
1: He is obsessed with meat pies, like, obsessed. It's like, mate, like, they're good, I know, but like, come on, grow, grow up. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, he loves meat pies. I reckon he, when he went home in January, he, he yeah, I would not put it past him that he he may have had one or two a day. I, I kid you not. He probably spent half his stopping on meat pies back then
0: probably well and you yeah. tell me that you can get it at a gas station so you could get a 711 yeah. coffee and a meat pie at 711 that makes it almost the greatest place on the planet
1: well yeah you, you don't want to know how many times i've done that i'm more of a sausage roll guy because it's easier to eat all right i'm
0: going to yeah. look that up i'm going to find that up for the next time so we can talk a little bit about that on our next episode yep absolutely Any... I know that we've had you. This is our longest episode so far for season two. Um, well,
1: like I say all the time, Brian, it's always good fun. So, and time always flies when you're having fun. That's
0: right. Anything else that you wanted to add to the audience uh, about this week or or anything upcoming? Anything that you want to let them know here on the Jock to Jock podcast?
1: Probably not anything that I haven't really said in the past. That just we're all trying our hardest. Everyone wants to win and. Um, we're going to try hardest against Ohio State and, and that's all you can ask. And I know it sounds boring and whatnot, but I, th- I feel like things are really going to start to, to change and, and moving forward, we're going to uh, finish off the season strongly. It's great to hear.
0: Tori. it was great hanging out with you this week and again on the Jock to Jock podcast.
1: 40 minutes of fun, Brian. I love it.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm On Communications. Experience the I'm On difference. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on! Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's Most Reliable Internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net? Why didn't you say so?